Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you for joining me again today. As I just mentioned yesterday, I'm going to do a couple psalms. I try to do a couple psalms at least every uh, couple months because the psalms have had such an impact on my life and because uh, David is so real and so honest in the psalms and God used him in such a powerful way. I shared out of Psalms 29 yesterday. Today I'm going to move 10 chapters down. I said I was going to go 31, but I'm going to go Psalms 39. I've just kind of thumbed through and wanted to choose the Psalms that maybe uh, would be a little different from the other ones and it'd have some kind of impact on your life. Hey, I hope you're doing well. I hope life is going well for you. I hope you're enjoying being with your family. I hope you're enjoying some good sports. As you all know, I'm a sports guy. I love watching football and basketball games and this kind of thing. And we got a couple girls of ours that I'm going to have on the air here before long that uh, play for Cole Valley. And I'm going to um, interview them, but they're wonderful girls. And so I've been watching some of the Cole Valley girls basketball games. And so you'll hear from them. And I did talk to one of the Boise State players that goes to our church. And I asked him about him and and getting uh, one of the other guys to come in and, and share. So after the bowl game, which is over now, the time you hear this show, it's over. And I'm doing this right before the bowl game, so I don't know what the result is. But I'm going to have them sometime, hopefully in January, uh, share. So I'm going to have some guests on here. I'll try to mix things up a little bit, do some, do some teaching, do some reading, do some interviews. You know, I just want God to be seen in every venue that we can have. But I pray that God would bless you this day. When you pray with me, our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, open our hearts to Psalms 39. Help us to learn from some of the things that David has said. And may we respond to you. May we hear what you have. May we not just say, oh, that's boring, but say this is the Word of God. And pierce our hearts, O God. Keep us in tune with you. In Jesus' name, amen. And I do want to thank you for continually listening. You that are very, very faithful. I've got some in the church, uh, my church, that listen very faithfully. And we have many people in the church because of this radio show, which I'm excited. I, As you know, I don't tell people to come to Cloverdale. I said go to a good Bible-believing church in your area and get involved. There are so many good ones. Like I said before, my daughter goes good and she went to uh, Rock Harbor uh, for a long time. Loved that, but uh, they wanted to go somewhere a little smaller and get more involved. And so they went over. I can't even remember the name of their church, uh, what it is, but it's downtown. And they love it. And they're so deeply involved. And there's so many great churches. There really is in the Treasure Valley. I'm, I'm so excited to, to know so many of those pastors. And I just encourage you to be involved in church. And if you have a church that you go to regularly, Continue going there and continue stepping up to the plate so people will know God in a greater way. Okay, after that public service announcement, Psalms 39. David said, I said, I will watch my ways and I will keep my tongue from sin. I will put a muzzle on my mouth while in the presence of the wicked. So David here is saying, I am going to restrain myself. I'm not going to say the things that come to my mind. How many times? Do we say things that we shouldn't say? We let things get out of control, and we, we let uh, anything that comes to our mind come out. And David says, I keep watch of my tongue. 
I think if we're going to be a great influence, we need to keep watching our tongue. And that means every one of us. It means myself. Tom, be careful what you say. Be careful what you come across as. And folks, I know that none of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. And we all have thoughts that come to mind. We were, I was just talking to uh, Beth and Dave uh, Schaefer before, the, before this today. They're the owners of the radio station here and manager. And, and they were telling me about a basketball game. There are all these technical fouls and all the attitude that was just really a, a poor attitude. And, and, and it was uh, interesting how people, you know, tend to act. I remember when I coached basketball for years, you know, and, and, and I had a friend of mine, Seth Snyder, was my assistant coach. And honestly, he was probably the head coach because he, he came up with all the ideas. He played at NNU and Bora High School, and, and uh, he helped me. But, but we went to a game one time where we got, uh, we never got technical before, but it just, we had some really crazy things happen. And it just was bad. It was bad. And I wanted to say things, but I didn't, but I wanted to say things more because I was frustrated. I was angry at the way we were treated. But you know, that happens in life. Of course, the Word of God tells us, be angry, but do not sin. Be angry, but do not sin. So in other words, in your life, you're going you're gonna to have anger issues. I'm sure David had anger issues running from Saul. I'm sure that he was like, so ticked, leave me alone. Let me have a life. But God was using him. And David was writing all these things down. And and David, it was for the purpose, I think, of teaching all of us later on in life. He said, so I remained utterly silent, David said, not even saying anything good, but my anguish increased. So he was getting stressed. He was getting stressed out. Situations in life stress us out. He said, my heart grew hot within me. While I meditated, the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue. He said this, show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, even those who seems to cure. You know, I think David probably shared that because he was so frustrated from running and hiding. So show me, Lord, when it's going to end. I just want to get through this life. And sometimes you feel that way in your life. You feel like you've reached a peak. You can't handle anymore. Folks, when you think you can't handle anymore, reach a little deeper because God will give you strength to handle things. God will give you power to overcome. He gives us all power to overcome. I mean, there's times in our life when we think we can't make it. I mean, there was one time in my life I thought, I just, this is too difficult, Lord. I don't know if I can handle this anymore. But God showed his hand. He showed his mercy. And he will do that with you. And he will do that with me. You know, and he goes on to say, Surely everyone goes around like a mere phantom. In vain they rush about heaping up wealth without knowing whose it will finally be. They're gaining wealth. They're becoming wealthy. They're becoming rich. And not knowing whose it is that is actually God's. It's amazing what we could do if God's people, if people that claim God would give God a portion of what God has blessed them with. I, in my life, can imagine not tithing to God. I can't imagine not giving God the first fruits of what I make because God uses it for his glory to reach missions around the world. We just had our annual church meeting recently, and one of the things people was asking about the various missions that we do, and, and I, you know, I'm very exciting 
very excited to say that, uh, you know, we gave over $200,000 to missions last year. Said, oh, you're bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm telling you that uh, is what God wants us to do. He wants us to give, to take care of people around the world, to get people saved. And I just love that. That's my new role in, in, in my church is running missions and trying to do the very best I can with it. The problem is, as you well know, everybody wants you to give to them. Every mission. You can't give to every mission. You can't give to everybody who wants. There's too many out there. But you can make a difference in some, and you can make a great difference in some. And that's what we need to be doing. We need to realize what we have is God's, and that's what David is trying to get across here. Hey, don't worry about rushing to riches. You know, don't worry about heaping on wealth. Serve God. Then he says in verse 7, But now the Lord, what do I live for? My hope is in you. And folks, that's what we need to be saying. My hope is in you. He said, Save me from all transgressions. Do not make me the scorn of fools. I was silent. I would not open my mouth. For you are the one who has done this. Remove your, your scourge from me. I am overcome by the blow of your hand. When you rebuke and discipline anyone for their sin, you consume their wealth like a moth. Surely everyone is but a breath. Surely everyone is but a breath. God knows who you are. He knows how you think. He knows how you react. He knows what you say to people. He knows when you talk to him and when you do not ask for his help. He knows everything. So David closes this in the 12th and 13th verses by saying this, Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. I dwell with you as a foreigner, a stranger, as all my ancestors were. Look away from me that I may enjoy life again before I depart and am no more. So David is crying out to God. It's like we need to be crying out to God. Hear my prayer, Lord. Hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for help. Do not be deaf to my weeping. Lord, you know my family members who need you. You know that I need to be a living witness to them. Lord, you know my neighbors that so desperately need love. Lord, you know those in my work that so desperately need you. God, help me. Lord, give me strength. Lord, I want to dwell in you. Please listen. Please help me. Lord, I cry to you. How many times do you cry out before God? You know, I used to run into my father and mother praying all the time, and of course my father especially, and he was always weeping before God. I don't think he ever prayed with a dry eye. He was always weeping before God, asking the presence of God to direct him and to help the people that were struggling And I watched him cry over the phone, praying with people, praying that the hand of God would be with them. And how sincere he was. I knew growing up that my God heard every prayer of my father's, that it was a straight line. It was just a straight line to heaven. Do you have a straight line to God? Do you have a real prayer life? Do you have a real walking with God life? We all have to continue to work on that. We all have to do what we have to improve. I know I do. Every one of us does. But David took it seriously. People of God, it's time for you and I to take it seriously. He loves you. I hope you have a fabulous day. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.